0: You're
1: listening
2: to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio, I'm
0: Bo And I'm John David. J.D. JD. Hey, (laughs) Bo. I was like, get excited, man. What are you, what,
2: are are you, are you tired? No, I wanted to, I wanted to do like, I wanted to like, oh, start low, and then be like, where? We're in Houston, man. Houston Houston. is
0: right, dude. This is so cool. It's uh it's great to be in your
2: hometown. Great
0: in your hometown. Great to be in my hometown.
2: Yeah. This is this is the primordial ooze in which John David Cole sprang from. Ew. Wow, yeah, that's that not all that great. But no, no, we uh, you know, obviously we've been doing this kind of uh, you know, world tour. You know, a couple yeah. of our listeners have pointed out, like, you know, it's it's cool y'all going around and everything else, and you know, we want to create opportunities for people to meet y'all. But we, we know they all are just doing this for y'all. Like, we, we we know that's the case. And I mean, like, you know, you caught us red-handed. That's there's, right. There's a little truth to there's that. There's some truth to
0: that. We were hoping maybe this would turn into something that would you know give us a little more interaction with folk. We're gonna try something this this time and yeah. see how it turns out. Anyway, yeah, it's been fun, man. I'm glad to be back in houston glad to be here with you and man, the place that you have found for us to is so swanky dude we're in the edo district which is short for east of downtown that's right (laughs) man this uh we didn't know this coming into this deal but this is like a (laughs) three-story kind of townhouse thing (laughs) and uh like a cool bachelor pad kind of deal and the, the top floor of this thing is a Is a, is a rooftop. It's like a rooftop deck. Yeah. It is overlooking beautiful downtown Houston, Texas. That's right. The skyline. It's really nice. And so, man, last night going out there chatting with you for a while, just seeing all those lights in the background. It's really, really lovely. It's a beautiful city, man. It really is. It's great. It's hot, hot down
2: here. It is hot. We're (laughs) in the middle of a heat wave, but man, glad to be here recording with you in in this beautiful air conditioned uh, uh, space. And as you mentioned, we are trying something a little bit different this time where we are kind of just, we're, we're. We're trying to listen or meet up, and we're just going to ju- just try to hold court. We're just going to say, Hey, everybody, we're going to be here at this time and yes, see what happens. See what happens. And, you know, hey, uh, hopefully some of y'all got the message in the area and we're, are able to, to join us and everything. I put it out on the podcast feed. And, you know, by the time this episode comes out, we will have known whether or not how it happened. And so that'll probably exactly be right. on YouTube. So you can probably find that information there. But anyway, hopefully it'll be a lot of fun. You know, the great thing is we can finally, this is. I've always this is the way that I've always wanted it to be where like when we got together we already knew where the next place was so that as yeah. part of these episodes we could talk about the next one right and now we can and now we finally can John David you and I we've been all <laughs> over this great country of ours as far from New Orleans to Miami to, to Houston you stretching the wide vast array of southeast United you know, States <laughs> I I I think it's time I think it's time for us to, to leave. I know, I know we're like, we're going to travel around and go to places we've never been. No, man, we need to actually go someplace. Where we've never been before as Country Squire Radio. Yeah. And we need to go and we need to be at a place where there are pipe smokers. Okay. And that's like, right. look, we got your emails. We're going to be reading some as part of this series. We know there were pipe smokers in Miami. We went really hard in the paint against <laughs> Miami and that's on us. So that's that, that, you know, I'm just saying. So yes, there were pipe smokers in Miami and it wasn't just the two of us. Our apologies to our pipe smokers in Miami, but we need to go to a place where there is pipe smokers where they are congregating. I'm talking about a place where you can go around where you can smoke, where you can where you can be a pipe smoker, a place where you can go and make memories and then and then bring those memories home or even just if they happen there they stay there. I'm saying <laughs> that you and I take a gamble on the great people of uh, of this wonderful country and around the world to say, "Y'all, come out and meet with us." In Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes. Now, I know what you're thinking. You want me to go to Las Vegas, Nevada for for Country Squire Radio? Yes! I'm saying come out just for the sole purpose of meeting us. But you know what? Not just for that. Not just for that. That, 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 That's good enough. Don't get me wrong. We're the freak show you want to see. Okay? Like, we're- Worth the plane ticket. <laughs> we're we're worth the price of admission. This is very very true. But like so so and and then, you know Las Vegas. I know you're thinking some of y'all are like Las Vegas. You know Sin City. It's it's crazy. Now yeah. listen, we were just in in New Orleans. Okay, <laughs> like, like <laughs> first of all, let he who is without sin cast the first stone, and second of all. Vegas is actually post-pandemic quite a lovely place. It's you can bring your kids to like most of it. Like, it's kind of amazing. You know, I went there for the PCA convention. N- and, not the uh, one you're thinking of. Or uh, maybe the yeah. one that you are thinking hey, of. Yeah, maybe it is. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: the Premium Cigar Association uh, convention. And it was so family friendly, man. So family friendly.
2: It's it's crazy. It's it, kind of weird. It is, it is very, very strange because I've been to Vegas in the pre- Pandemic world, and I've been in the post-pandemic world, and it's almost like two different cities. Yeah, because everybody because everybody cleared out. A lot of the services that that you might find available didn't exactly work in a a, a, a social distancing world, pandemic environment. (laughs) Right, (laughs) and so like it's actually quite nice, and I think that a lot of people have been like, I mean, like this is good, you know, and it also opens up the market to a large larger segment. Yeah, but one thing we haven't mentioned is. Why Vegas? Well, I think we just said that's where the freak that's that's you and I are gonna be there.
0: Well, that's the freak show, but there's other things there too. Is right? something else happening while we're gonna be in
2: Vegas? There is. Oh, don't tell me. Is it the Las Vegas Pipe Show? Ow! Ow! Ching, <laughs> ching, 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 Las Vegas
0: International Pipe Show, man. We're just so excited to be there this October 21 through 23rd. So exciting to our good friend Brian Levine is putting this thing together. It's uh, kind of turning from a regional show into an international blue blood pipe show. I mean, he's just the effort that he's putting into it is really admirable and really, really excited to see where this thing is going to go and, and, and frankly excited to be a part of its uh, uh, rebirth and refocus and all that. So anyway, thank you, Brian, for inviting us to come. We're eager to uh, eager to get out there. And yeah, I mean, that Saturday, which is october twenty second, we'll be broadcasting live from the showroom floor. That's
2: right. I mean, just really, really fired up about that. So it's gonna be so yeah. much fun. Like it, you know, we're gonna be get a chance to see pipe carvers and pipe by uh, enthusiasts. You know, we we talk about us, but the reality is the freak show goes far beyond us. I mean, <laughs> as we just mentioned, Brian Levine is gonna be, you know, the the mayor of the of the event. He's gonna be right. out and about. You've got folks from the YouTube community, from the podcast community, all all of these folks come in. They've got a studio or a studio stage, which we will be performing live That's at right. uh, at five o'clock on that Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. And so, y'all, this is not gonna be an event you wanna miss. If you've never been, to a pipe show before this is the one yeah like like when i say that i don't just mean like oh yeah come on out because it's another pipe sh-. no 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 <laughs> like y'all know i haven't been to a pipe show in a long time i'm getting yeah. like i'm dusting out you know actually like getting out the basement it, it's it's gonna be really exciting yes. to see you
0: get to interact with the in this in this crew but man not just me and bo we want to see you we're, we're excited about
2: absolutely you. So come out
0: there support uh the las vegas international pipe show support all these great carvers and tobacconists that will be there and pipe enthusiasts and, and man, come, come support country squire radio. Exactly we'd right. love to, we'd love to see you. We'd love to meet you. We'd love to hug your neck and hoist a
2: pint with you and, 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 uh, and smoke a bowl. That's right. Details for the pipe show are in the show notes for this episode. So you can find it all there. Hey, want to give a shout out this week? Of course, this pipe uh, podcast would not be made possible without the amazing support of our patrons at the country squire radio, international pipe club, big shout out to new squire member, Ross. Luff Loft, it's loftis, Loftus, loftus, loftus lo, 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 loftice, loftice. <laughs> Ross, thank you so much for your support of Country Squire Radio. Uh, I think I'm including a W, maybe low loftis, low loftis. Ross, <laughs> loftis. Ross, thank you so much for uh, for joining us and uh, and being part of the Squire level to help make this show man, happen. Absolutely. All right, man. It's been a minute since you and I have been together, and uh, I know. Yeah. A a lot's, a lot's happened, you know, a lot's been going on. Yeah. We've been talking about just, you know, you were kind of updating me last night about some things happening at the shop and just, you know, you know, just, just that, that, that rush of business, that kind of brings with it all of the challenges of managing the business yeah, sure, and kind of gets away from that kind of dreaming aspect and kind of wanting mm-hmm. to get back to that dream. Mm-hmm. I, I resonate with that, man. I've been kind of in the mindset of like that creative headspace a lot lately. Yeah. You know, I, I referenced uh, very recently on our Calico Jack episode, this, this yeah. story, right. And it's interesting because from the listener's standpoint, that was like two weeks ago, but mm-hmm. from yours and my standpoints, that was a couple of months ago. Right. Mm-hmm. And in those couple of months, I kind of made the decision that I'm ready for that story to get out my head and actually like find a home. It's exciting. I'm very excited, man. Yeah. We, we're working on Potestery is working on a audio drama series that you know I'll be sharing more about in the in the, uh, in the in the future and and really excited to share with folks. I don't want to waste too much time at the top of the episode, but I did want to kind of make mention of this because. Yeah, it's it's just it's an exciting process. We just brought on a scriptwriter for for the series. It's all it's all plotted out. Ideally, we'd like to do three seasons. Right now, we're just settling for getting the the pilot off the ground. Get it out there, man, and, see, uh, see where it goes. Yeah. So, anyway, if you want to hear more information or learn more information about that, I'll, I'll probably be doing kind of some those talking head smoking my pipe on the YouTube channel yeah. and kind of keeping people uh, updated with with how that's going. So great. Yeah, check that out, and uh, yeah, we'll learn more about that we there. Look forward to tuning in. All right, man. One of my favorite episodes that we did recently I say recently I guess it was several <laughs> this whole
0: well, like half a year it's now been but in the past year
2: yeah. yeah yeah in the past year was <laughs> our top three 10 art episode yeah okay now top three of course this is where we take kind of the very clickbaity approach to like hey here's three things you know and we talk about them, right but you know, the great thing about that episode is it really allowed us to talk about a space that's so very important when it comes to pipe tobacco, and that is how it is presented. The first thing that you see, the first thing that you interact with, right? And,
0: you know, we're such suckers for this. We right? really are. I mean, and, and, and you know, admittedly, you understand why people put so much effort into these beautiful tobacco tins. It's just, you know, like with cigar boxes or you know, the Coca-Cola bottle, the shape of it, you know, all these things that has such a sensory impact on us. And man, there's just a great legacy of that in, yeah. the, in the pipe tobacco world.
2: I, you know, I I think about the modern era and, you know, we we talk a lot about some of these newer pipe tobaccos that are coming out and, you know, the the way in which the ten art either communicates, like, I guess, succeeds or fails. Like all yeah. of them have yeah. a goal of trying to tell a story, but there's a way in which, especially kind of in our... You know, buying, right. you know, like our age range, our our market, whatever you want to say. Millennials, essentially. A buddy of mine used to call it a built-in BS meter. And mm. because we've been inundated with advertising from the moment we were like children. Yeah, and so sure. like the way in which we can recognize when is a product or a story around a product real and tangible? Yeah. And when is it just like faux? You know what I mean? Like when is yeah. it, it just okay, yeah, you're saying the thing or you're doing the thing or this but is we but we know. But we we know we you're know. just trying to appeal to us. And right. the, the frustrating thing is when we know it's fake, but it still kind of appeals to us. Yeah. No, which, that's right. Which does happen. Which
0: happens a lot. Yeah,
2: you know, yeah. But I think we as pipe smokers, we we tend to lean more towards that really wanting the authentic. Mm-hmm. Now, not at the expense of I mean, like we, we want good quality products and mm-hmm. we're not gonna let bad marketing get in the way of like a good quality product. Yeah. And we're not going to let good marketing, you know, force us to buy something that's a bad product, right? right? Unless we do, but then regret it and don't do it again. Exactly. <laughs> but all of that uh, being said, it's all tied into the whole product experience. When we were doing the research for that episode, I think we both had this tinge of <laughs> of jealousy, maybe despair. I don't know. This seeing the soiree of various pipe ten arts that have been throughout the years. We looked at the modern era and we commented yeah. on the modern era. Yeah, sure. But we kept on finding some, like, really special- Gyms. Yes. Yeah. Like, some 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 tins that existed and probably don't exist anymore. Yeah. Maybe the blends have become something else. Maybe the companies have, like, completely disappeared. Yeah. Maybe they got bought out, and now that blend is now a different name under a different tin and everything else. Sure. Yeah. But it really made us, like, like look back and be like, why didn't we go vintage? <laughs> like, if we're going to talk about some classic, really, really awesome art- Yeah. In so many different ways, especially when it comes to pipe tobacco, it's the vintage style. And the great thing is that appeals to us, right? Because we look at that and be like, well, that's real. But it is. Exactly. Right? It's not it's not pretending to be anything.
0: Yes. Because it because it was the thing. It was the thing. <laughs> and some of it was trash, but some of it's yeah, no, so right? good. Well, it's some of the tobacco was some of the tobacco was was not. Probably not great. Yes, There's a, that probably has a lot to do with it, why some of those t- those tobaccos aren't aren't around anymore. Right, but, but at the same time, man, the the effort that these guys put into these vintage pipe tobacco tins back when pipes were king, man, I was about to say the competition was it way was bigger. Cutthroat. Yeah, it was cutthroat, and you had to you you know you really had to do what you could to stand out, you know, so you wouldn't get pushed to the back of the you know shelf at the at the drugstore, you know.
2: Oh man, okay, it it actually kind of reminds me of you know like the craft beer like mark. It right yeah, now is just sure. like massive like you go to the shop and like the grocery store it's, now
0: it's huge it's almost it's really too big yeah
2: but yeah well that's exactly like, that, like there's kind yeah. of that element if you kind of imagine that but it's pipe tobacco mm-hmm. all over the place mm-hmm. that's kind of what you're dealing with and so there's so many more options to choose from that being said i am highly curious if we ended up <laughs> choosing at least one if not more of the same tens the thing is i there are so many different options that i bet we didn't i don't know i don't know but i, I don't know either I I think maybe at least one of these might but we'll see. Okay. All right. Okay. So we're we're going to do it like we did in the past. But we we each have 3 so it's it's 3 for you, 3 for me, that sort of thing. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I'll go first. All right, go for it. Yeah. So uh the first
0: one I pulled out, this is a tin a lot of tobacco collectors and enthusiasts are gonna recognize and be familiar with. It is Edgeworth Slices.
2: I knew it! Did you know it? I, knew it. I told you we'd have this sell. It. Like that was the one that I thought I bet he's gonna pick was this. Was it one. really? It's one of mine. Oh man. Talk about the blue tin, right? From, yeah. No, it looks yeah. like like the big top. Yeah. Blue tin. It's
0: it, beautiful. It's just got this intricate, I I, I don't know. It, Broadway show kind of kind of look to it. It's just very elegant. You know, these are highly collectible tins. You know, yes, you, uh, look around and see uh, folks. And if they do collect tins, the Edgeworth slice tin is going to be one of the first ones they go to. I love the just little hint of pastel blue patina that's on this thing. Mm. Uh, the diamond that's in the background that's kind of got these little flourishes, the little facets that are around it, and and of course you know just a just a beautiful presentation. So Edgeworth extra high grade plug slice smoking tobacco. From Laris and Bro. Richmond, Virginia, USA. So, uh, Edgeworth, you know, hasn't been available, you know, for quite some time. But you know, these tins are are really something to look at.
2: What I love about this man is that this the the ten really stood out to me because it communicates that big circus, big events yeah. type of experience. But as you mentioned, the blue, everything it's blue. Like like you got you've got kind of the light blue. You've got the darker blue. You've got the navy blue. You've got the royal blue. Like it's just yeah. as if the like you took. Kind of the the imagery that goes around the uh, what's what's the big circus the somebody like Barnum and Bailey Barnum and Bailey like the Barnum and Bailey style yeah and then you like put like a blue sheet over it and then like uh, did that Photoshop thing where you kind of make it all meld with everything else patina yeah yeah you
0: know whatever you call that filter or whatever
2: it's so classic and it does this job of taking that iconography and making it its own without it how do I say this. You know, like every single, like a lot of coffee shops just like rip off Starbucks. Yeah. You know, just in oh, like yeah. their logo and everything else. And you're like, well, it, it, there's some where it's like, okay, you know, it's, you know, that circular style and and kind of icon and then the the text mm-hmm. around. Sometimes you see that and it's like, oh, well, because Starbucks has done such a good job at marketing itself as the like the coffee, right. Yeah. You kind of recognize if that style, if I, if I see that style before even reading the text, I know instantly this is a coffee shop, mm-hmm. but then you see some that are just a straight up rip off. You know what I mean? <laughs> they like, didn't even try. Exactly. This, yeah. this, this kind of has a similar feel where it's not, it's not a straight up rip off or anything like that, but they've taken, you know, the, the excitement of a brand yeah. and they've in, in put it in the way they're actually like, you know, presenting their 10. Mm-hmm. And I just, I think it's fantastic. I would love one of these tents. I wanted to ask, have you ever tried, like, have you ever had any Edgeworth? Or? I never have. Yeah. I ne- I've got one of these tins at home.
0: It's you really? It's actually in my office on a bookshelf, uh, you know, with some other pipe-related stuff that yeah. I've got displayed. But yeah, I, I've never tried Edward Tobacco. Never yeah. have.
2: Okay. All right. Well, there you go. So there, there you go. That's that's one of both of our top three. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Well, we knocked that out. All right. I'm <laughs> I'm nervous now because like, what if we go like like back to back and we have all three of these? I I, I hope that that doesn't happen. All right. We'll see. This might wind up being a shorter episode. I'm a, I'm gonna <laughs> throw it back to you. Okay. You are gonna throw it back? <laughs> yeah. Man?
0: All right. What you got. So next, a tobacco I've definitely not tried, and I just think is an interesting presentation and one that I'm excited to talk about, and it's fashion cut plug. Okay. 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 Pipe tobacco. Okay. Fashion cut plug. This tobacco, my understanding, is actually was was produced to be chewed or smoked, which is you know very common for a lot of old fashioned pipe tobaccos. But this is one of those presentation style tins. It looks like it was a larger tin. Not really able to find out a lot of information on this particular tobacco, although the tins are very collectible and, and you can find them around. But wow. it hey, looks uh, like the
2: how big is that out of curiosity?
0: Because yeah, these images make it look like a lunchbox. I get I get it. I I, I get the impression that it's a decent, like probably you know, three to six ounce tin, and so it's a it's a decent size tin. Although I'm not sure about that. The reason yeah. I think it's that big is because it's got a handle on top. Yeah, it. exactly. It, this is a hand. If you can imagine, uh, like your favorite square tin of tobacco, but it's a real thick can. We're talking, you know, metal can here. Uh, but then on the lid, it's actually got this kind of vaulted lid that curls up a little bit. It's taller in the middle than it is on the sides. Yeah, and at the very peak of the vaulted part of the lid, there's this handle that folds up and it's just this really kind of interesting caddy that you know you've got for your
2: pipe tobacco there you could Um, almost envision like somebody going off to work they got like a little sandwich a little uh, lunch pail yeah Yeah. that's what it looks like and and, and then also it's something like once you get done with the tobacco
0: this tin is going to be very functional It'll be very, you know, you put your pipe accessories in there, your little trinkets or or,
2: fishing tackle.
0: Yeah. I mean, you could use it for all kinds of stuff. This is beautiful. Really neat. But it features on the front. You've just got the big word fashion in red. Uh, It's kind of a, a block letter look here with some serifs, you know, make the, you know, just looks real clean and then cut plug tobacco. And then you're looking at a gentleman and his lady. They are walking in what appears to be a little meadow. Next to their parked car in the distance, it so, does appear
2: that uh, it's Lord Grantham taking Lady Cora out uh, for a promenade. As the driver is driving along the way, <laughs> trying to take their daughter. Is that Highclere? Is that Downton Abbey in the background? It does yeah. look very Downton Abbey. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> but that's that's kind of the idea. You've got this, you know, gentleman wearing his jack, his uh, tuxedo jacket and white tie with his beautiful top hat and his uh, his bride we assume next to him with her fur and her elegant purse and white gloves and so and they're just kind of walking in this meadow it, it's just very classic very clean it's something that you know i think you would be really proud to pull out and and you know this was the the the, the, the thing about a tobacco like this is that when they came out with this that's how people dressed. Like, you know <laughs> right, right. It, it, if we did this today it'd be like oh that's how people dressed in the 30s no like if you were high class or you know super elegant in the 30s like no that that is how you dress
2: right yeah this is the look well i gotta ask like at the same time this is clearly trying to cater to that upper that high scale upper scale like pipe so. smoker yeah like you know with a prince style pipe or mm-hmm. if that matches the timeline I mean, it's it's an interesting, because like, on the one hand, the art definitely communicates that. The handle does kind of give more of a working man's kind of feel to the overall box. Yeah. I wanted to ask, obviously this is cut plug, given the size of this, do you think it's like several plugs kind of like stacked next to each other like brownies or do you think it's like one massive yeah it's probably a flake is is probably what it is okay so it's probably a, a flake
0: tobacco or a, a brick that's been kind of just almost like a ready rub like you know something that's been kind of torn apart that that would be my guess you know typically nowadays when we see cut
2: plug what that means is a flake okay so, all yeah. right I was curious yeah okay great great choice do you have one of these out of curiosity? I don't. Okay. I don't. I'd like to have one. That is a that is yeah. a nice one. All right. So since you want that one, I'll go with my big one because okay. and it, right. it's interesting because as well, I was looking at tens, one of the things that you find is as, you know, the modern era, we've got the biscuit cutter tens, yeah. and then you've got kind of the large coins, yeah. and then you've got the the square. Right. Uh, the square kind. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas if you go vintage, you've got all different shapes and just, sizes. All, there was no regular l- regularity at all. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go with the larger one that I have. This one, size-wise, it almost looks like, a, like an oil can or like a cookie jar, like a square cookie jar. So some, <laughs> something between those two things. And this is actually Five Brothers. Five Brothers Pipe Tobacco. In this tin art, it's very yellow. It's got kind of an orange-red border. It's got five kind of red horse heads looking over what is, you know, in the, in the modern eye looks like a big pad of butter. Yeah. But you got to imagine that was like the wrapped pipe tobacco (laughs) inside, you know? Yeah, Yeah. And it's just, it's very, it's very bold. It's very iconic and kind of abrasive honestly just with the with the yellow and and the the red kind of poking out at you it definitely is you know it, it, interestingly enough bo this is a tobacco
0: that is still available okay i was going to ask about that yeah, yeah yeah and it and its modern iteration you know it it has the the only thing that kind of carries through with it is that it just has like this western feel like this kind of wet like the 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 print on it is almost like just a you know what you'd see uh, at a saloon, maybe right. or something like that, but uh, but it's changed so much from its more um, you know kind of uh, like you said up front and center. These horses just kind of staring you in the face over this uh, over this
2: big pack of tobacco. Yeah, it's changed a lot since then. It so really has. This is part of what I wanted to talk about with this Beautiful. particular one is that the, it, it is one of these tobaccos that's still around, right? Yeah, and the way in which it presents itself. If you look at the modern look of their marketing, it doesn't look new. You see what I'm saying? Like it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't look like they've like oh, yeah. refresh, refreshed it and revived it for like a new pipe smoke or anything like that. No, it looks like it looks like a Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like 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 taking out like the most oh, uninteresting funny. elements of how you might think that might be marketed, and then just kind of like throw it on a thing, and it looks like it looks like what Midwesterners think that. Texans are like Yeah <laughs> You know what I mean, like
0: kitschy kind
2: of. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's not even like Midwesterns trying to market to Texas. It's like someone trying to market to a Midwesterner so that they would feel like they're in Texas, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, I get it. If get and it. If, if, if that doesn't make sense, to the listener, look it up right now. Look yeah. up what their current stuff is. The, the current stuff, exactly. Yeah. So if you look at the at the older branding with
0: the with the horses that are actually there, you know, this is it's it's called Five Brothers. You've got five horses on the front, which are you know overlooking this kind of package that it, it does it is reminiscent of like a land of lakes butter you know package or something right. but tied up with a little string but uh it's really it it's neat it's just fun it's got of course we love anything that involves a animal on the front of these tins a lot of times it's always very Evokes a lot of emotion from the smoker and that type of thing, but these red horses that are all these, you know, stallions that are there protecting this tobacco. It's um, it's it's fun. It's something just different. When you think
2: about it, if you were to like cast your mind back to going into a, like an old timey drugstore, and yeah. like what's above the counter, and you got all this cascade of all these various pipe tobaccos that are back there. That's standing out, yeah. Like that is that is bright. It is standing out. It's gonna get attention, and it does it does the job of communicating that Western. Americana in its imagery while also kind of making a its own statement. Yeah, sure. And I think that's really, really solid. You know, it's interesting. We'll get to this in a future episode. One of our, our next uh, half bowl histories is dedicated to somebody who was really big about driving the iconography of America into the hearts and minds of, of its citizens. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, and their, and their mindset was, was prim- primarily uh, combat communism. It'll make sense when we get there. <laughs> but like when I see something like this Western iconography, it just, it just reminds me of just not just how much that spoke to a generation of Americans, but how much that spoke to the international community as well. When they thought about America, they thought about cowboys. Right. Right. And yeah. so like that, you know, incorporating that, that into the, um, the imagery here I think is is clearly done with a lot of intentionality. And when you see the evolution of it, uh I don't know that it has the same effect, but they you, you could see where they leaned. Yeah, I'll just put it that way. You can see where they leaned. Sure. leaned <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> out of curiosity have you ever tried it
0: I haven't okay. no I you know it's just a tobacco I'm not super familiar with but and my guess is this is a tobacco that nowadays is mostly used for you know like rolling cigarette tobacco yeah. type thing yeah. but but yeah you can find it you know real inexpensive for you know a, a one and a quarter ounce pouch online yeah check it out maybe we need to try it It's it uh, looks like it's a uh, burly tobacco that's in a shag cut. And so uh, probably something really strong, probably something a lot of folks will, will roll into a cigarette nowadays. I don't know if it's always been like that, but uh, that's the impression I get for today.
2: All right, man. Yeah. Let's bring it on home with our, our our last of our top three. What you got? Man, this one, th- this was an interesting find. Uh-huh. And, and I, I, I
0: don't, I really love the art and now, but I also now don't know what to do with it because it, it's it's very similar to something that is uh was recently on the market. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm nervous. All right, so so I have found a tin of uh frog tobacco.
2: That's oh, all it's called. Oh yes, frog tobacco. No, I know exactly what
0: you're That's talking. about. That's all it's called. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. frog tobacco.
2: Wait now now it it should be noted. You know when we meant, when we say vintage, people think about it. Well, no longer on the market. And right. obviously, as you mentioned, there right. might be a uh, frog related. Uh, pipe tobacco. Pipe that tobaccos is, that are recently not on the market. I say
0: recently within the past five years. But, right. Um, but not it, old you know, enough to be considered vintage. No, that's right. That's right. So we're looking uh, here at Frog Tobacco, American Eagle Tobacco Company. It is a very, very familiar picture of a frog smoking a pipe. Oh, on sit, a log. Sitting on a log. Yeah. Um, I, I I like that he's, you know, kind of around his little uh, you know, his little pond. He's got his little uh I forget what those little reeds. Reed thing. He yeah, had the little hot dogs on top of the <laughs> on top of the grass thing that you see in little pond scenery. And then of course he's holding a large sunflower, which is very lovely. Wow, John I, David. I really like this wow. a lot. And after I found it, I'm
2: like, hmm. Did it inspire something? I, I gotta ask you a question. Yeah, are you familiar with Kimba the White Lion? No, Kimba the White Lion. Who? Uh, what is that? It's it's a it's a it's a movie. It's an animated movie about a white lion cub. Okay, who would go on a, a crazy adventure and have to defeat his uncle to become the Lion King? Kimba, Kimba the White Lion. I got it. And uh, it came out shortly a few years before another name, another Disney movie. I'm tracking
0: now. Yeah. I'm tracking. So, yeah, I, I'm not familiar with Kimba. You're not familiar with Kimba the White Lion. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was the, you know, the, the one that was before yeah. that uh, might have gotten ripped off a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway, I, I don't know why I'm referencing that. I, no, I, just, I, I was just curious either. if you'd ever seen that. No,
0: it's just so interesting, though, because this is a very old tin of tobacco. It says, uh, you know, frog tobacco. There was also a dark frog. It had a uh, another uh, version that apparently, you know, had some bolder tobaccos in it or something. Uh, it's, uh, you know, got this picture of this frog that is looking uh, right at the viewer holding the sunflower on a log mm. in, a, in a pond, smoking his pipe. It's just very nice. And it says extra quality cut and dried american eagle tobacco company detroit michigan chew or smoke and these tins are a little more rare it's uh, hard to find these tins these are very old but it's beautiful the again very reminiscent obviously of the the frog morton tins that we've seen from mcclelland over the past 40 years and all the beautiful artwork that they've put out Uh, this kind of a watercolor look to it that is very delicate and invites you to stare at it and kind of pick out a lot of the details and um, and really study it, then it's uh, it's just a lot of
2: fun. This is something you would see in a kid's storybook. Uh, it is, it's gorgeous, man. The the artwork is intricate. Yeah, it it does. It kind of I like I like pipe ten art that creates a scene because yeah. I think it speaks to you know how many people want to kind of escape into enjoying their pipe. Now, again, you put this in the mindset of like mm. who was buying the pipe tobacco at the time, right? And it's a different mindset from what we have. But at the same time, I think that there maybe touches on a bit of a universal nature to that, you know? Yeah. Some of the customers just coming in they are just, I'm just going to get my pipe tobacco. I'm gonna blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I don't care what it looks like. Exactly. Right. But then you've got like, you know, I think that even for the most curmudgeon pipe smoker back in the day, there was an element in time where they wanted to sit back with their pipe and be contemplative. And sure. I think that, you know, you've got these styles that kind of every single one of these brands communicate something different, you know, whether you're trying to be high class, whether you're trying to be like a working man, whether you're trying to like, you know, be, you know, chill out and you know, just just kind of contemplate things. I think I think this one kind of speaks to something that had truth beyond just its era, and maybe kind of leaned into to the future. And, it, it, it may sense.
0: have, and and you know, this may have been a tobacco that was more you know more reserved for you know that type of experience. Yeah. where you're uh, you know sitting up in your library, or you know maybe on the back patio if you got their you got the kids down or something like that. Yeah, came by the white line. Look at that. Yep.
2: Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> My, my last one. I'm just kidding. I'm no, i'm I mean you're it, the
0: one that made the comparison. No, I did. I mean it's very obvious. <laughs> it, you I mean, can't it's not like, make the it, comparison. No, you can't. I mean it looks like a frog. born tin. It's a frog from, sitting on a log. Yeah, but I mean It, it is a frog sitting on a log. Yeah. And surrounded by little reeds, smoking a pipe. Yeah, and and, then, and, and it and it's beautiful. I mean, and and it's just and it and you know it just struck me. I was like, oh, well, isn't that something?
2: Yeah. Yeah, look it up. Came the White Line. All right, my last one here. Here's my last one, man. I love this. Pico back. Pico back. Pico back. Okay. Have you ever heard of this? No. Okay. Pico back. Now, what I love about this. All right. So let me just kind hey, of- can you spell it? P i c o b a c. Okay. Pico back. And I mean, I've, I'm mispronouncing. I'm mispronouncing it, but that, that's what. It, <laughs> Imagine that. <I> know, right? <laughs> uh, but to be honest, it's it's actually probably Picoback because the the tagline is the pick of tobacco. Pick a back, pick a back, pick a back, right. Yep. So, what I love about this, uh, the tent itself I is
0: this. I've never seen this before.
2: Yeah, the the background of it is kind of like a, a yellow orange. It's like a, a, a flat yellow with like these orange dots all over it, yeah. and not like perfect like polka dot, but like a like a mess, like like it as if like TV static. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> kind of TV static in the background, that sort of thing. You've got a hand that's reaching up, holding a bushel of tobacco leaves and then you've got just a a you know a brown uh band essentially running across it like with stripe yeah with the with the the fonts uh, a very kind of iconically of the time fonts but like with a little bit of flair kind of with a you know i mean you you make the tv connection i think that that's apt you you might see this as part of like a a radio or or television you know what that font reminds me of tell me yogi bear okay and jellystone okay like, I can kind like, of see that. So,
0: I, I don't know why, but like something about that, you know, just early
2: 1960s, I, I don't know. It it kind of does. Well, so we talked about the Edgeworth as having kind of more of like that circus, like, yeah, type of like font mm-hmm. and like experience. This one has more of that broadcasting, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a, you know, fresh and old thing, you know, type of, yeah. you know, a font to it. And it's also very simple. Despite the busy background, there's not a lot going on here. Mm -mm. And it actually works quite well. You got 10 cent. It's a 10 cent 10. Yeah. (laughs) You know. (laughs) Miss miss that. (laughs) Uh, You know, uh, this particular one says dry and mild at the the base of it. Or at least I believe it does. It's it's a little beat up. Very mild. Yeah, Yeah, very mild. There's uh, other other versions that also have either a
0: sliced plug or that looks like they had a few different types. But it's elegant. It's very simple communicates what it is very clearly and uh it's something that you know is not super flashy but when you pull it out i think it would um you know be handsome to look at so
2: what i love about this 10 is i can i can see why maybe this didn't do very well and i don't know if it did or not but but it's not around anymore so yeah so it, that says something it certainly says something yeah that being said so much about this branding feels very ahead of its time like even the title pick a back interesting like like the idea that like yeah. you're taking two words you're combining up that's like what app developers do now. you know what <laughs> i mean like it's very simple and it's ve- like and they they're trying to establish a new word based off of like what you know right and i i just you know i think this is really really fantastic i i can see why this failed but at the same time <laughs> i feel as though like the people who kind of came up with this style were very much ahead of their time yeah in the way they were presenting this so It's beautiful.
0: I, you know, I wonder there's a part of me that wishes we would see some of these names resurface, you know, mm. e- even if it was like a totally different tobacco, yeah, <laughs> like right. just, just to, just to see that because it's, I don't know. There's just a lot of, a lot of fun with some of these old names, but uh, yeah.
2: Pickleback. Pickleback. Cool. Yeah. There you go. I like it. That's well, the first time I've ever seen that. I, you know, the, hopefully it's, it's an opportunity for a lot of folks to maybe do a little diving and, and seeing what they yeah. find in kind of the, the vintage realm. And also I always love kind of putting this out here because we've just named a bunch of different tobaccos, at least one that was still in, is, is still in production, but, like a bunch of them that no longer are. And we've got so many great listeners with like diverse sellers and, and, you know, access to things that we probably can't even imagine. And I would love to hear from folks. If, if you've happened to have one of these or you remember one of these from your childhood, like your grandpa used yeah. to like smoke this or something like that, love to hear more about it. So y'all let us know your thoughts yeah. on these particular 10s. And uh, and yeah, I would love to love to learn a little bit more from you. Hey, speaking of learning a little bit more, we got to learn some people a little bit more about our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. Man, that is right. They've
0: got a new series of pipes that they're proud to announce called the Back to Our Roots series. And it's uh, just a really, really elegant, beautiful series of pipes that kind of are playing off some of their best sellers, some of the pipes that you know have the most meaning for, for them and, and have connected really uh, largely with the public. There's a four different varieties of pipes, the Bracken, the Maddox, the Boone, and the Zenon. Mm. And today we're going to talk about the Boone. Uh, the new Back to Our Roots line includes the Boone, uh, this timeless, robust, filtered, barreled-shaped bowl features a nickel ferrule and our rich green Danish bit. It's just really, really lovely. You know, it's one of those that it evokes the country gentleman, uh, which is obviously very popular. It's got that big barrel-shaped bowl, but... Uh, this one's going to have a, a little more of a warm, you know, less rustic look to it just, you know, with the absence of that black kind of sandblast look mm-hmm. to it. This, is, this one's going to have yeah. a little more warm honeyed color to it, which goes very, very nicely with this high-grade stem. Man, just beautiful pipes. You know, they wanted to really make something, a line of pipes that is appealing or, you know, resonating with that portable but high-price, you know, or high-quality um, high tradition that they have. And so uh, the Back to Our Roots line, really cool Uh, Check it out. You can go to
2: corncobpipe.com and order yours today. That's right. Big thanks to our friends at Missouri Mission for sponsoring
1: this show.
3: The question, question of the, of the week. week.
2: man pipe question this week coming in from Taylor says Taylor uh, Taylor says love the show and love the squire for all the amazing blends I'm a big Tolkien nerd so when I first saw you guys had a middle earth series I lost my mind (laughs) I mentioned the middle earth series because I've started doing some home blending myself to create southern star oh good for you the third and mostly forgotten of the pipe weed of the south farthing yeah my question is do you have any good tips for a home blender I note down everything I taste in a notebook but if you have any other advice I would love to hear it Warm regards, Taylor Freet. Oh man, what do you tell the home
0: blender? Right, like man, just have fun with it. Get get started by um, you know, smoking as many varietals as you can. You, you know, to try them in different pipes, try them in different combinations. Obviously, keep your log like you're like you're doing. It's maddening and it's wonderful. You know, the thing is, you're gonna you blend these tobaccos and you you smoke them but then you smoke them five days later and they taste totally different because they've had the chance to marry up. And then you smoke them a month later and they're even different on top of that. And so, man, just, just have fun with it. Experiment you know, as you try to find different ingredients. Don't be afraid to throw in some unexpected stuff that you know may or may not be a good fit and just see where it goes. When you're blending pipe tobacco, when you're developing new recipes, you have to uh, have a lot of patience but i think it'll be a, a fun journey for you so get you a whole lot of little mason jars those little jelly jars that you know are really easy to kind of hand screw down to keep your tobacco fresh and and then get after it you know and and try them uh you know after every few days you know let them let them sit up a little bit and try it again take some more notes and yeah you'll just have to go from there
2: but i i, I believe i believe you're gonna do it you're gonna do great <laughs> <laughs> sounds good Man, uh, some good advice for a new up and coming home blender. Taylor, good luck with it and uh, let us know how it goes for sure. And hey, if you've got some pipe questions for us, send them into the show. That's show at countrysquireradio.com. Again, that's show at countrysquireradio.com. Quick fire with the quick fire. squire. Quick fire question. All right, man. Quick fire questions coming in from John Coatney. Confirmed pipe smoker. Oh, uh, This is uh, the series is confirmed pipe smokers of fiction and literature. Oh, good. Okay, you ready okay. for this? Yeah. Sherlock Holmes or Gandalf? Gandalf. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's interesting because I mean, I guess the question is like, who would we like just the, who's our favorite, right? And, I mean, it's yeah. not a whole lot of instruction here. Although I do kind of wonder like who would win in a fight. I guess Gandalf would clearly win in a fight. But what if like Sherlock Holmes could like outthink Gandalf? You which, know, like he yeah. knew he would cast that spell, which is why he got the crystal of a dying goon- guru. And- <laughs> You know, like, <laughs> ah, the old crystal of a dying guru, <laughs> you know, to, to counter the magic or something like that. What's that? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I mean, Gandalf, right? I mean, like, you, you got to go Gandalf. Yeah. But it hurts a little bit choosing someone other than Sherlock Just, Holmes. So, no, I'm with
0: you. I'm with you.
2: Yeah. I, I will say I like the versatility of Sherlock Holmes. I like the fact that, like, Holmes has been reimagined so many different times in yep. so many different ways. And that's kind of an exciting uh, uh, concept whereas Gandalf is you kind of don't want anybody to touch Gandalf like just just, just let him be Gandalf just (laughs) let Gandalf be Gandalf haunted bookshop the book or Billy Budd the book now I have not read either of these (sighs) I haven't either. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I'm
0: ashamed to say, yeah, I just haven't haven't either. So I'm more familiar with haunted bookshop, the, the pipe, pipe tobacco, tobacco <laughs> right? than I am with Billy bud, the pipe tobacco. Right. right, right. Uh, and so uh, I guess I'll go with that one, but yeah, I ha- haven't read either of these
2: books. And so that um, man de- demerits on my part. Yeah. I'll go with haunted bookshop because it's a cool name. And uh, of the two it's, it's the pipe tobacco. I'm more familiar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Trumpkin, the dwarf, or Puddlegrum, the Marshwiggle. Now, both of these characters, of course, from the Chronicles of Narnia. Do you recall who both these are? Because I can re- refresh your memory. If not. I I don't, but I love the name Puddlegrum. 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 Fun fact, and you may have and, and have, and also Marshwiggle. Yeah, the Marsh.
0: Marshwiggle. Marshwiggles.
2: We actually did as one of our first ever Heroes of the Bowl episodes was on Puddlegrum. This is really. Yeah, this is probably not available publicly. I think it's just in our first 100 like episodes. 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, so it's been a minute. That's amazing. <laughs> no, I very specifically remember putting that episode together and talking about Puddle Glum and like you know, his pipe and what wow. he smoked and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I think between the two, obviously him, because if I'm remembering, was Trunken like on the witch's side? I think he was on the witch's side, I don't know. Or maybe he wasn't. Maybe he was on cast. I you I know I, I can't read the Chronicles of Narnia since I was a little tiny kid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know I, I tend to go dwarf more often than not but that being said Puddle Glum is just such a cool and original concept I, you gotta give it to the Marsh Wiggles man team, team Marsh Wiggle oh Marsh Wiggle yeah plus we know that they were pipe smokers I don't know if the dwarves in uh, uh, Narnia were, were pipe smokers alright there you go we've got more of these coming from uh, Johnny sent a, a bunch of these so we'll, we'll do them in future episodes but thanks so much for this John and hey if y'all have got some quick fire questions send them into the show that is show at CountrySquireRadio.com Your thoughts your, your
3: comments. comments. Listener,
2: Listener feedback. All right, man. Listener feedback coming in this week. We've got two this week. First one is from Davey J. He says, hey, fellas. Hope you both had a good recharge in Florida. Sounds like you boys needed some much-needed bro time. I really hope you found it, and take care, and peace be with you both. And that, again, is from Davey. And with your spirit. I mean, we uh, we did. Yeah, Miami was... Uh, we. Miami was an experience. It was, it was awesome. It it really was awesome. Yeah. We, I I needed it. We,
0: we needed it. Yeah. It was, it was, it was wild.
2: It was nice. Had a great time. Yeah. You say the place we're staying in is nice, but like that condo in Miami.
0: Yeah. That was next level.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, that that was that was next level. it was way more expensive and way smaller than the place that we're standing yeah. in right now which is which is very miami yep uh, and then finally man we've got one from dragon fairy who says super excited to try rivendell and second breakfast for the first time as a female piper i can't help but feel like i'm in victorian times <laughs> well,
0: there you it's oh, great
2: dragon fairy yeah i hope you enjoy
0: it uh man we've got a lot of female pipe smoking customers now a lot of lot of big big growing portion big s- growing segment of our community so, yeah man that's wonderful come on in join the join the crowd and uh man put, pack your pipe full of uh rivendell or second breakfast we're uh hoping hoping to send you some soon
2: It's probably a bad question to ask here at the tail end with no research or warning but victorian pipes like what style era do you do you know or is that something actually might-
0: yeah i mean you know Victorian we're, we're thinking about you know the middle middle to late 19th century you know by this time the briar pipe had been in, invented right and so but you are still thinking that greater British Empire a lot of folks importing things like meersham pipes and uh, smoking that, you'd see some residual clay, but by this time, you know, briar had kind of taken root and no pun intended, I guess, <sighs> and it, but that, you know, it, it had become a, become a main feature of the pipe world. Yeah. So, you know, as far as a Victorian pipe, I think Meerschaum or, um, you know, briar would be uh, most appropriate.
2: Okay. Well, there you go. Yep. All right. That's awesome. Uh, thank y'all so much for your, your feedback and Hey, if you'd like to send in your thoughts, of course you can do so at show at com. Uh, you can also follow John David at John David Cole. You can follow the shop at underscore country squire. You can follow the show at squire radio and all that information and more can be found at country radio.com. Well, man, we are here in Houston. We've got some yeah. great content looking ahead. You know, the the, the one little thing that I got to throw in here, which is kind of like a fun thing. I'm just going to tag it in at the, at the tail end. You know, I know that for those of y'all who've been listening for years, you know, when you picture John David and I creating these these episodes, you see us like in a scholarly, like, like uh room filled with tomes like Gandalf searching, like <laughs> researching the ring, like and and making like plans months in advance and everything else. And and to pull back the curtain, and I can admit this now because we don't do it anymore, right. But for the longest time, we just like Sometimes it was like maybe thirty minutes before we started recording. Like, all right, what are we going to talk about this week? What was what was the topic? That's yeah. it. Got a little. It was a little little rough there. It could, it could be hectic sometimes because you know we got busy lives. And it's like, okay, how do we prep for this? Exactly. Well, let's go. Exactly. And that's <laughs> that's perhaps a little bit of an exaggeration because trust me, John Dave would yeah. always come in with like notes, and I'm not trying to yeah. downplay that at all. But yeah. I mean, like you know sometimes people would ask us in advance like hey can y'all let me know what like the next 10 episodes are going to be or like we're like no uh, no (laughs) no we can't do that (laughs) like we have no idea (laughs) but the great thing about this new process has been that we've been able to like you know plan 10 episodes 15 episodes at a time and it's it's great because like you know what you got coming down the pipeline so to speak yeah no no pun intended no that's right and it's uh yeah it's it's just exciting man we got some good stuff going people's way all right well let's go have a day (laughs) see you, brother
1: your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM.